This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Wrestling Roundup on Free FM, RFM, and MP. Uh, as always, I'm Grady, and live on Skype, we got Josh. Hey. Uh, we're going to start off this week's show the same way we ended the last week's show, and that is talking about NXT Deadline. We got five matches to talk about now with the results, as well as Fallout this week on NXT. Uh, and if we get some time for it, we'll talk about a little bit of Raw, a little bit of SmackDown at the end. But most importantly... NXT deadline. I'm going to leave the Iron Survivor challenges till last. We'll come back to those. Uh, let's start off with the singles match for the woman. It was Alba Fire taking on Isla Dawn. Did we say there would be some sort of convoluted finish <laughs> to this match last week? We did. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, we did. I don't think it was on anybody's bingo card here on the show for magical. Possession of the referee that prevents them from counting a three. <laughs> no, I don't think anybody went quite that far on their uh, their prediction cards. Yeah. Yeah. I- th- obviously, this this feud isn't over, which we kind of got the feeling to begin with. Um. So yeah, the queen the queen of fire in NXT will have her day against Isla. Um. Looks like Isla's bringing somebody with her next week or something, according to. Recap that I saw. Um, that should be interesting to see how that plays out. Yeah, this one's kind of funny just because it is, you know, pretty much exactly as we talked about last week. Um, we were like, Isla Dawn will win, there'll be some shenanigans, Alba Fire will get her win back later. Um, that looks to be how it is. Obviously, Alba hasn't got her win back yet, but um, at whatever show, what we got like a countdown to the New Year's show, we got. Uh, Vengeance Day. We've got a few shows coming up. New Year's yeah, Evil, I yeah, think, in there New as well. New Year's Evil, which is the 10th of January, which will be a Tuesday show. Um, and then there's, of course, there's Vengeance Day of, for Valentine's Day, around Valentine's Day, which will be a, a premium live event. Hmm. There's plenty of shots for big cards coming up, for sure. Um, You know what? Those two kind of go together. Let's talk about not necessarily the shock of the night, but uh, something we we saw possibly coming, uh, but still kind of excited that it did. The NXT Tag Team Championships, uh, the New Day, completing their uh, their triple crown of tag team titles. Yeah, and Kofi Kingston's record breaking with much to the chagrin <laughs> of Booker T. No, no, um, he recounted. Fifth- he has sixteen. <laughs> 15th tag team title <laughs> title reign what can you say these we knew going into this match Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods are part of the one of the greatest tag teams in the history of the company mm-hmm. so it would be a monstrous mountain for pretty deadly to conquer um, so while we thought they could do it 
we knew in our back of our minds, this is the New Day we're talking about. <laughs> um, Unless you're the Usos, you're going to struggle against them. Yeah, they they pretty much will beat anybody not named Usos. <laughs> um, so I'm interested in seeing how they play this off. Well, I'm interested in seeing if the NXT tag titles end up on SmackDown or Raw with the New Day. Because that would be interesting, seeing them maybe defended on a live SmackDown or something. Hmm. Um, but just more exposure for that. Pretty deadly, not hurt at all by this. No. In fact, I think they're a lot better off from this than they were, maybe even dare saying, if they had beaten the New Day. Because I have a feeling that Pretty Deadly will eventually get their win back. I just, I, and I think that's why when there was a, on the, on, NXT this week, they were said if they would do the Pledge of Allegiance, <laughs> um, they would get a title shot. I was wondering how we were going to explain this uh, bat poop yeah. crazy segment. Yeah, so they they did that, and then Josh uh, Briggs and um, his partner Jensen. comes out and does it. Yeah, Jensen comes out and does it to steal a tag title title shot and face our champions, which elevates them. As well, just I think that's the whole purpose of that entire segment was just to put off the eventual rematch so that we get more build to it to the moment of pretty deadly conquering the new day because the new day don't have to have these titles for long. Mm-hmm. Um, certainly yeah. don't need to do what um, Finn Balor did. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the big question with these guys. Obviously, now they got them big accolade. Uh, completing it off. Pretty big thing for Xavier Woods as well, starting his career down here in NXT. Um, how long will the reign be? Who will they lose to? Uh, and who will they fight along the way? Really are the three questions, right? Um, obviously we've got WrestleMania coming up in, in four weeks, uh, four weeks, four months. Uh, just shy of that, we got, uh, Royal Rumble. We got some pretty big, uh, opportunities, NXT shows as like Vengeance Day, etc. Um, Brooks and Jensen get the first shot. I'm sure Pretty Deadly will keep getting, uh, upstaged and skipped, uh, by other tag teams sort of jumping in. Uh, cause everybody that the New Day comes down here and beats is gonna be, uh, rubbed a little bit better, uh, given that little bit of shine. Um, so be interesting to see that as they they move through. Um as you say I don't think they need a 9 month long reign. It's cool to see them down here. Whoever beats them if it is pretty deadly eventually, uh going to look amazing. Um yeah. anybody who beats the new day is going to look amazing. Yeah, especially considering Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods are two of the most talented wrestlers in the company. So it so it's not going to be a situation where they're just dead wood. They're actually going to be shining up some of the de- developmental talents, mm. which is honestly something we need, especially in the tag team division with our lack of, of talent we have on the main roster. That's true. Um, list of tag teams in the double double E currently active. Da-da-da-da-da-da. Yeah, they got a few people that can fight down here. Um, obviously, the Creed brothers are still floating around. Gallus kind of got fired, kind of not. Creed brothers are currently feuding with Indus Sure. Uh, 
Schism's got their group with the Dyad. Uh, Hayes and Williams don't look like they're coming in anytime soon. And even Blade and Anofi, um, I think, would have a, an amazing match against the New Day. Um, so there's a, a few good, strong competitors in there um, that just down on NXT um, can do well while the New Day is down there. Here's my idea for a potential tag team. I to can't forget Chase University. Di- yeah, I was going to say <laughs> Chase University, Dirk Hudson and Andre Chase, because it does look like there's a possibility they may go a face turn with Duke and go full-blown on this Chase University. I feel like they kind of uh, have. <laughs> yeah, either that's either going to happen or we're going to have one hell of a backstab on our hands in the next couple of weeks with, involving... Um, Drew Gulak. Yeah, it's it's been interesting. Duke Hudson obviously moved into that uh, that himbo role uh, in Chase U. Um, seemingly meant to be like I don't know short term kind of thing, but he's done amazing in the role. Um, his match on NXT this week was great, but yeah, he does seem to be uh, being scouted by uh, Drew Gulak, who's uh, popped up back on NXT. Possibly opening a rival community college to chase you. Oh God! <laughs> I just now I want to see Gulak University. <laughs> just, I, it would be awful, but it would be funny. Um, you just watch a bunch of powerpoints and get your degree. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think that might be a great team. Maybe say WrestleMania. You mm-hmm. run up WrestleMania. Maybe the NXT event that's associated with it. Chase you versus the New Day for the tag titles. And Chase U goes over. Hmm. There's uh, definitely options. There's a lot of talent down here. Um, and I'm interested to see the New Day go against each of them. Besides, I figured you wouldn't turn down a title reign for Duke Hudson. Nope. Duke Hudson, one of my boys. <laughs> Seen him live. Quite happy. Uh, in New Zealand, too. Traveled over for a little bit. Um, okay. We got time for one of two here. You, do you want to talk about the Women's Iron Survivor Challenge and what happened on NXT, or do you want to talk about the Men's Iron Survivor Challenge and the NXT Championship match? There's kind of combo deals here. Yeah, I think we need to, because of the theme song we've chosen for the week, <laughs> talk about the women, because it, there is a lot that we have to unpack here. That's fair. It's not like the first time we've played a song and then explained why afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um all right, then. Women's Iron Survivor Challenge. Bear with me here. Uh, I'm not explaining the rules to the Iron Survivor Challenge again, but I will explain the falls. Uh, we had Zoe Stark pinning Roxanne Perez, then Cora Jade pinning Kiana James, then Indy Hartwell pinning Roxanne Perez, and then Roxanne Perez doing a double header pinning both Zoe Stark and Cora Jade for the two to one to one to one to zero win. Honestly, I, I know we had our doubts about the match <laughs> going in. We had more than a few doubts. I actually enjoyed the matches. That's good. And, and seeing the rules in play, in action, it actually made a lot more sense than it did in text. <laughs> um, it's the um, I think I think of all the women in this match, I think Keon James actually had the most shine on them in this match. Despite coming out with zero points. Yeah. 
Yeah, despite not having a fall, I think she showed up and showed out in a match full of all these talented women. Mm. Obviously, everything was about Roxanne Perez. As we said going into this match, they were 99% chan- a chance of them winning that match. Yeah. Um, we also said there'd be a spot where somebody just misses out <laughs> with by yeah. seconds. Yeah, and this would match took that spot. <laughs> um, because after getting Olymp- getting put in the box for 90 seconds with the, the deciding fall, Corey Jade comes out, hits her finisher on Roxanne Perez, but Roxanne Perez rolls out of the ring, which prevents her from pinning her. <laughs> Classic. Yeah. Um, which makes more sense than what happened in the men's match. We'll get to that eventually. <laughs> I, um, I'm just kind of glad we didn't go to a tie because we didn't have a rule set for a tie. <laughs> yeah. Um, personally, I would put five seconds and five more minutes on the clock and let the two tied people go at it for a fall a sudden death. Yeah. Or, or, and just let them go for five minutes. And if they get more falls, whoever has the most wins, if they are tied at that, then sudden death. <laughs> That's, just keep going because i yeah because i feel like that's what they would do in a regular to iron man match yeah um anyway um i thought it was a really really good match i all the ladies had their own spots own moments and i feel like the right person won and now what was supposed to have happened in three weeks happened Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you don't have to wait long for Roxanne Perez to get her NXT Women's Championship match. Uh, we'll talk about why afterwards, but uh, she ends up asking for it and getting it the next uh, week, next day, next few days on NXT. Uh, goes up against Mandy Rose one-on-one in the main event, and uh, we got ourselves a new champ. Um, kind of what we expected. Circumstances to get there was not what we were expecting. But, no, we did expect this um, to be, you know, three weeks in the future. Um, yeah. and not yeah, because of why. Yeah, because of proper build up. Um, I guess we kind of do have to at least go over it. Yeah. It, it is because it's, we got major shockwaves when we woke up this morning. <laughs> Um, yeah. or at least when I woke up, you were probably awake already. <laughs> I don't even remember when the message um, came through. Like, but, but, um, but yeah, Mandy Rose has been fired by the WWE because of some, some stuff that she was posting behind a paywall on her website that was against one of their contracts that she signed. Yeah. Seemingly with Mattel is the current word. Um, to do with some sort of indecency clause. Um, basically, it's a PG brand, and uh, to to continue working as a PG brand, you got to you got these deals with toy companies, with children's products. Uh, people don't want to associate those with certain things. And in the end, yeah. if you're Mandy Rose, you can take X amount of dollars from the WWE to get your body beat up day in and day out, or you can take a bigger chunk of money to to go off and to do something else and uh get your money that way so if she's made her choice she's made her choice and uh you can't really fault her for it and it, uh, you can't fault her for that but you can't fault WWE for making the decision they made either because because that's a business mm. they have a contract on the line that says 
Thou shalt not. That they, yeah, they shall not do this. And if you do do this, and you allow it, we are going to pull out of this deal. And it's probably a massive deal. Ultimately, uh, I think every party did, you know, what was best for every party. WWE had to issue the ultimatum. Mandy Rose took, took what was better for her body and what was better for her wallet. And, uh, yeah, the outcome as a viewer is uh, no more Mandy Rose and Roxanne Perez now holding that title above her head. I will say this. I will not be surprised if in six mo- in like six months' time we find out that that payroll's been shut down and Mandy Rose returns. Hmm. Very similar to Selena Vega we'll and the situation and around her. Um, well, we are cutting time. Roxanne Perez, though, current NXT Women's Champion... Uh, looking forward to what she's going to do in her reign. She deserved, she deserved this moment. It is just sad that it's been overshadowed by everything that came- happened afterwards. Yeah. She still had a massive win, still had the massive moment, uh, you know, some cloud around it, but it doesn't matter. Uh, still her accolade and, um, I'm sure she'll immediately disperse that cloud as soon as she starts defending that title and, uh, putting on great matches with people. Yeah, she started the year as in as ROH champion, and she's ending it as NXT champion. Pretty good, dang good year. Yeah, what more can you hope for? But it is time to go into our entrance theme. Quite late, uh, it is going to be that of Roxanne Perez, uh, making total sense as she is now our champion. Wrestling Roundup on 3FM, RFM, and MPR. We've got about 10 minutes left, and we still have the Men's Iron Survivor Challenge uh, to talk about. Raw and SmackDown might be taking a sideline on this one, because we've just got so much to get through. Well, once again, bear with me as I run down the results for this match. Uh, Carmelo Hayes pins Axiom. Grayson Waller pins Axiom. Grayson Waller pins JD McDonough. Axiom pins Grayson Waller. Axiom pins JD McDonough. Joe Gacy submits Axiom. Joe Gacy pins Carmelo Hayes. Carmelo Hayes submits Grayson Waller. And Grayson Waller pins Axiom with 30 seconds on the clock to win 3-2 to 2-2 to 2-0. This was 
a phenomenal match. And I think it was while I was watching this that I really realized how the rules actually made sense. Um, and I got my moments of two people being locked <laughs> up at the, the penalty box. Got a couple of them, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and it was two people feuding with each other. They were too busy <laughs> to fight, uh, fight anybody else. So made perfect sense to set, set them aside and let them fight it out in the box. Um, yeah, I mean, it was a, it was a phenomenal match. Um, all five guys brought it. Um, I liked that it was like, came in like waves. You had Carmelo get the first fall and you've, you've had the lock Axiom up for a while. And then Grayson Waller comes in and immediately pins both Axiom and JD <laughs> McDonald in succession, uh, after stunning them and just, Gets up really fast, the 201. And then it's like, then you have Axiom have his moments that we said he would have. And then Joe Gacy comes in and, and runs things for a while and ties things up. And then the, the former A champion catches up with everybody else. I'll pick to win. Yeah. Um, and then because it was been the most annoying thing that could have happened, we should have seen this coming. <laughs> we should have seen Grayson Waller winning. Um, the thing that bothered me the most about this match was the last 30 seconds. The three guys that had two falls that were chasing, that were chasing after the guy with three falls instead of realizing, Hey, we can knock each other out and take a pinfall and tie it up. <laughs> instead, we're going to chase around the guy that has three falls because for some reason that makes more sense. Yeah. It's, uh, it was an interesting one for sure. Um, Maybe they were all just overcome with rage against Grayson Waller. <laughs> I wouldn't yeah. blame them. Yeah, I mean, it was. F- I mean, it's created an f- interesting story. I think I like Grayson Waller. I've sung his praises for months. You have. You're his number and one I fan. Think, yeah, and I think, and I think he could very well dethrone our NXT champion. I'm not sure it's in three weeks though, <laughs> but um, he could very well do it. Um, I'm just not. It's just, I think I would have been more, would have enjoyed it more if maybe the, the, well, Axiom couldn't because he was technically <laughs> he was in, in the box. Yeah. So, but, um, Hayes and Great Gacy could have easily have been fighting each other, trying to pin each other for that mm. last 30 seconds. And it made a lot more sense than them running around the ring chasing after Grayson Waller. Yeah. There was, there was some interesting decisions around that for sure. But, you know, spinning out of this match, obviously we got Grayson Waller going for the NXT title. We got Carmelo Hayes versus Axiom coming up as a feud, which should be amazing. And JD, although he got the zero points, is still just beating the HE double hockey sticks out of everybody. So it doesn't really matter how many points he got in this match. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, I mean, it, for the most part, it was mostly about. It was mostly about Axiom, actually. Mm. I think this this match put him on the map and just made it more made more people notice him. Um, and I'm looking. I am looking forward to that match with Carmel Hayes. I think that will be a match of the year can- candidate whenever th- that's held. <laughs> Probably in 2023. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it will be a. I'm just saying that regardless of what year it's held in. Mm-hmm. It will be a match of the year. People will go back to that match. Um, and I just want, and there's so many f- different views that can be spun out of this match. Um, 
Gacy's still doing his thing with uh, Schism. Um, and then you have JD, McG- JD just doing JD things and just trying to break people in half. Um, so this is a phenomenal match. Um, and ultimately, we may see if it was the right call on Grayson Waller winning it. Mm-hmm. And uh, he will be going up against Braun Breaker, who uh, successfully defended his NXT championship against the offense of Apollo Crews. This was an okay match, but... Not a banger. Uh, no, not a banger. I think if they tried to play too much into the they-have-similar-styles hmm. storyline. Because it just, it was just, there was poor parts of the match where it was just boring. And, I mean, I enjoy the work by Apollo Crews. I enjoy the work by Bond Breaker. I, I was watching the match. I was like, uh, once again, I was like, Bond Breaker is everything that his uncle and his father is put together. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I guess because they didn't make the styles different enough. Something just, just didn't felt, click for you. It, yeah, it just didn't click as well as it could have. That's why I'm excited for Waller, because Waller is a completely different beast <laughs> in the ring than um, Breaker and Cruz. So that should be a, a, an interesting combo. Um, and I think we we touched on it when um, last week when we were talking about potential winners. Waller was the one guy other than Hayes that hadn't actually had a shot at Breaker yet. Yeah. So so um, but yeah, it's. It's just, it was just a, this didn't work, but it was still okay. Hmm. Well, we've got about two minutes left in the show, so I'm going to just run down some headlines here, and then if we've got some spare time, we can talk about some of them. But uh, NXT, we saw the debut of Lyra Valkyria. Uh, Quite interested in seeing what the future for her is going to hold. I quite like the look. I quite like the character. Um, Liv Morgan and Tegan Knox seem to be a tag team. Uh, they managed to, to knock off Rousey and Baszler on SmackDown and I think, uh, heading towards yet another matchup, uh, later on next week. Uh, Raquel Rodriguez also putting her nose in to the, uh, SmackDown Women's Champions business. Um, on Raw. It's uh, Alexa Bliss gets her number one contendership against Bianca Belair. Uh, almost, almost hits her uh, with a Wyatt-esque move, but uh, comes to her senses before she ends up doing it. Uh, what else we got? The Miz uh, tries to steal his money back before coming back in a winner-takes-all ladder match. Uh, look. Gargano, Loomis, and Miz are putting on some entertainment for sure. Uh, Matt Riddle is off for a little while uh, to deal with some of his demons, uh, so we won't be seeing him for a little bit. Um, Bobby Lashley ends up getting fired, and Seth Rollins earns a United States Championship match against Austin Theory. And I also forgot on SmackDown, Kurt Angle rocks up and hoses down Alpha Academy with some milk. Uh, yep, that is a, a wild week, and we don't really get to talk about any of it because we're all out of time. <laughs> but uh, we'll see what we got time for next week, and maybe we can run back over those because uh, we are all out, and it's been great talking to you. 
baby. You can visit our Facebook page, Facebook.com forward slash wrestling RD Upper, our Twitter page, Twitter.com forward slash wrestling RD Upper, our YouTube page, YouTube.com forward slash wrestling RD Up. And we will see you next week. Thanks for listening to this Free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support Free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com/freefm89 to find out more.